and welcome to this week's How to Create a Great IT Strategy podcast. This week's episode will be focusing on IT strategy mistakes. So examples, anonymized examples of uh, mistakes I've made and how to avoid them. So there's maybe three reasons that I, I thought about doing an episode around this. So one is you might find them amusing, like, haha, look at Richard, what an idiot. Secondly, you might find them useful when thinking about your IT strategy work. And thirdly, I think that the mistakes I've made that I'll share in this episode are examples of wider pitfalls or strategy creation anti-patterns that it can be useful to be aware of and avoid. So the first example is around settling um, a missed opportunity. So one time I worked with a medium-sized public sector organisation working with their IT director and his boss, one of the executive directors, to create a new IT strategy for the organisation. For a variety of reasons, the IT organisation was long overdue a shake-up with an outmoded view of its role in the organisation. For example, barely started on an IT service management journey, an outmoded way of delivering technology, e.g., When I started working with them, they were just about to start on a physical to virtual migration of their main data center, which was a large cupboard in the basement of one of their buildings. The strategy that we came up with was pragmatic. It made steps in the right direction. It was definitely achievable. I later worked with them on the implementation planning and and was welcomed by all the key stakeholders and signed off easily. But did we transform their colleagues and customers' experience? Did we help the organization make a step change through their use of technology? No. And that's why even several years later, I feel like there was a missed opportunity to really challenge and potentially piss off uh, the IT leadership and create a more ambitious IT strategy. What's the lesson here? Creating a great IT strategy should not be a comfortable experience. It should ruffle feathers. It should cause debate, disagreements and lead to people shifting their positions and challenging their assumptions. Because if the opposite of a strategic decision is not an equally plausible option, you probably aren't making an important strategic decision. The second example I want to talk about is around missing stakeholder expectations. One time I was working with another business on their IT strategy. I thought I'd done a good job of engaging with all the right stakeholders and created a great IT strategy. I had a session presenting back a summary of the strategy to a group of the key stakeholders, senior managers drawn from across the organisation. The presentation and I absolutely bombed. Despite the one-to-one interviews I'd had with many of the stakeholders and making sure I'd addressed their concerns and needs in the strategy, I'd not addressed a really key element. They had zero confidence in the IT leadership's ability to deliver. What they expected, but hadn't quite had the confidence to express in my interviews with them, or I hadn't been able to get them to feel comfortable enough to express, was they wanted a root and branch change in the IT organisation, and essentially a hatchet job from me. Several months later, and a change in IT director's line manager, they did eventually get what they wanted. What is the lesson here? Essentially, I'd failed in my engagement with the stakeholders. I thought I'd understood their needs and their criticisms of the current state individually, but hadn't stepped back and understood the totality of the weight of their concerns. Also, as an outsider, I'd probably missed a whole layer of politics that an incumbent in the business may have been aware of. Sometimes as a consultant, that's a good thing. In this case, it wasn't. The third example I'd like to talk about is around um, criticising the wrong person. So, one time I worked with an organisation to develop an IT strategy. I spoke with a senior non-IT stakeholder and was surprised to learn that this person was working with an external company developing a software solution for their business area, spending around £900,000 
For comparison, that was roughly 15% of the IT organisation's annual budget. They were spending this over an 18-month period with zero IT involvement in the process, limited business involvement, no previous experience of delivering software projects, and no defined delivery process beyond we give them money and 18 months later they give us some software. Naturally, I challenged the stakeholder on the approach and raised my concerns. What became apparent in subsequent meetings was that this stakeholder had strong senior support and essentially a license to do whatever they saw fit to support and grow their business. My challenge in this area was unwelcome. My challenge lacked senior stakeholder support and I ultimately didn't get to complete my strategy work with the organisation because of it. What's the lesson here? Well, part of the lesson for me is about integrity. The strength of my challenge in this area was me acting in the best interests of the company. Another lesson was again around understanding the stakeholder landscape. I have to admit my initial and subsequent challenges were actually not at the right level, leading to a he said this type of scenario that ultimately led to me not continuing to work with the organisation. Oh, and no, the 18 month £900,000 project didn't stick to time or budget and I heard it ultimately got canned. So in summary, in this post I've talked about three examples of mistakes I've made in creating IT strategies. I think the common theme in each of these mistakes highlights the absolutely fundamental importance of effective stakeholder management. Best IT strategies will fail without engaged and brought in stakeholders. Without stakeholders on board, a strategy can fail before we even get to implementation. So that's the end of this episode. Thank you very much for listening. Please do consider subscribing to my newsletter at resage, that's R-E-S-A-G-E dot substack dot com. I've been Richard Sage. Thank you very much. Goodbye.